Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Stump Sumps and Beer Pumps, a podcast for you, the players, supporters and the hard-working volunteers that make a glorious game from the lowest to the highest levels in the UK and beyond. We at Stump Sumps and Beer Pumps have now teamed up with Derbyshire County Cricket Club to promote cricket at all levels across the county and wider regions. I'm Rick, I'm here with Ian, Richard and Neil as we take you on a journey around our home here at Winslow Cricket Club in Burn-on-Trent. On this podcast, we'll keep you updated on all the goings-on here at Winslow Cricket Club, and we will also be answering all your questions and inviting you, the listener, to send in all your stories from around the cricketing world. We will, of course, have a special guest coming with their view from Cow Corner with all their stories, ideals and anecdotes. So, let's get started and bring you up to date with the goings-on at Winslow Cricket Club, the little club with a big personality. Hello and welcome to another episode of Stumps, Umps and Beer Pumps. On this episode, we've got the Winsalt season review. So we've got three of the players, two from the first team and one from the second team on this edition. So we're going to start off with uh, our opening bat from the first team, Steve Watson. Hello, son. How did the game go? It was okay, but I broke my bat. Can I get a new one? You've done what? Broke your bat? Oh, that's just great. How am I going to afford to get a new one now? I just haven't got that kind of money. Why don't you try village cricket? Village village who? Village cricket. They have a range of bats and they are a fraction of the price of other brands. Very good bats as well. Some from our club have got their bats. Very good quality and very good prices. And they don't just do bats. They do all the equipment you need, all for the same great price. Well, that sounds great. I'll have to have a look. Sounds just what I need. Thanks. The Village Cricket Company stock a wide range of cricket equipment for every age group, all without the usual high price tag. Visit them now on www.villagecricket.co and on checkout use promotion STUMPS10 for a further 10% discount. The 10% discount only applies to the product purchase and not the shipping charge, which is a standard £5 per order. Villagecricket.co aim to dispatch all orders within 24 hours, so you should receive your order within 2-3 to three working days. For more information, visit www.villagecricket.co. This promotion expires 30th of September 2023. Visit villagecricket.co for all your cricketing needs. Villagecricket.co Stephen Charles Watson with us today <laughs> for his review of the season. So 19 innings, 4 not outs, 704 runs, with an average of 46.93. 
with a top score of 110 for Unsteve. And that puts him eighth in the league averages of 10 innings. Bowling-wise, eight wickets, uh, better being three for 19. And he did bowl some tripe and all that. So if he got you out, <laughs> they've done pretty well. Um, and catches, just two, Steve. I think you've dropped one more. game. You've dropped more than you've caught. Why? No. So, well, welcome to the pod then, Steve. For the first team, how, how do you feel that the, the firsts have gone on this season? Well, you look at the, the, where we finished and you can only say it's been a good season. Better than anybody expected, I imagine. Yeah. Um, but I must say it was really hard to take where we ended up because the position we were in, I think a lot of people thought we were going to end up getting promoted. Yeah. And to finish just outside was a little bit disappointing. Yeah, well, I say towards the end of the season, he's pushing top spot as well. Yeah, I think it's a difficult one because there are games that we won this year that I don't think would have been anywhere near last year. So you've got to look at that as an improvement, you know, going forward. Do we win the games that we also lost this year, you know, next season? We've just got to look to improve every year, I think. I mean, I'd like to see us be a little bit more aggressive, you know, fielding-wise. Um, you know, we're not like your batting then, Steve. Or... <laughs> no, no, that is something that no, I've already, that. I've already spoke to Livo. That's something I'm going to work on in the winter. Is is a strike rate because I get slated for it, but yeah, that's something I'm going to work on. Well, sometimes it's needed to be honest, but sometimes you need to just keep, you've got you're in. You need to just kick on a little bit. At it's the that end. balance, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, I'm not slagging you down because. Uh, He's top one scorer, so. Well, no, it, it ties in nicely with the, just to say for the next next question. Then, how do you feel you've got on personally? Obviously, stats don't lie. So, from a personal performance, how do you feel you've done? Well, personally, yeah, um, I've worked really hard in the winter. Um, I lost a load of weight, literally just over two stone. Felt brilliant for it. Uh, I've piled it back on now, though. Obviously, during the season with all the beer and uh, and everything that goes with it. Um, but that'll go again this winter uh, but no yeah best season I've had on play cricket not ever I don't know I don't know I can't remember before play cricket that was many many years ago no, we'll go with best thing season. is I've got I've got about three names on play cricket so I've got a Steve Watson a Stephen Watson and a Stephen with a PH oh. so I don't really know so I've got I've got <coughs> more runs on there than uh, than you'd in imagine in that blob Stephen with a PH no when I was at um, when I was at Dunstall I was a PH so there's a few I'll have to look back on that. <laughs> anyway, um but no, yeah, it was good to actually feel like I made a difference this year to the side. Um first year last year did alright. I would have finished top run scorer and not a bad average, but uh, yeah, this year felt like I kicked on and I think the weight loss did a lot a lot for it to be honest. Fitness. Yeah. first ton for Winsel as well this season. Yeah, yeah, I managed to get over the line this year. I'll do that feel for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was brilliant. It was it was really nice feeling, especially forty degree heat. So, yeah, no, it felt good. Felt it was good. a warm one, weren't it? It was a uh, team against Elverston, weren't it? It wasn't really hot. One of yeah. the hottest days of the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To, to and Ed, Eddie took the honours of uh, buying my first Winsel jug, so that was <coughs> nice of him. Bite yourself, aren't you? No, no. Eddie, Eddie asked if he could. He asked me for permission, and I greatly accepted. Mm, right, I remember that, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, from that stand, that standout um, hundred, then that so I, w- I would sort of say to you, what's what's your standout game of the season? Yeah, I, it was a bit bit of a no brainer, really. Was that uh, that game against Elveston in that heat, hundred and ten not out, two wickets bowling and two catches at first slip, so pretty good game for me. 
nothing else top that, to be honest. You say two slip catches, there's absolute dollies. Because I was still, it, you still got to catch it. Still got to catch it. Yeah, exactly. It was red hot, and I only feel them. I was only a couple of catches behind Jimmy. I said I can't be bothered to go back there again. But what? I just go there, mate. I was bowling red hot. Next thing, two little ploppers come to him. Right? <laughs> I was fuming. I was fuming all off, afternoon. Off your bowling though. No, that was that oh, was uh, no, come on. on, little dollies. Would you have been happy if they'd have been off your bowling? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do- dolly, dolly, dolly relevant. <laughs> <laughs> In your opinion, then, have you a standout performance from Winsel, either batting or bowling? Really, just a standout. Yeah, um, for me, it was the game against Oriwas at home. Um, we. I didn't play the game before. We beat Mikolova, who were, I think they were second at the time. Oriwas were running away with it. About the halfway, it was exactly the halfway point, wasn't it? They bowled well, kept us to a quite a small total, really. I can't remember the top of my head what it was. Um, but then they looked to be absolutely cruising to, to victory. And then obviously uh, Neil, the, uh, Neil and Kamal, the spin twins, come on and, and dried it up a little bit. And they kind of lost their heads and, and, and just imploded, really. So for us to stick at it and, and really beat beat them as well as Mikkel over the week before, I think that was the point where everybody started to think, do you know what, I reckon we could I reckon we could win mm. this. You know, either win the league or, or get promoted. Yeah. Um and I think the rest the rest of the teams must have been thinking, you know, we're serious title contenders. So for me, that was that was a standout performance. Really. So, have you have you a standout? Stand. We'll, we'll say batter first. Have you a standout sort of batter from within your league? Don't necessarily have to be a, a Winsel, you know, standout performance. Anyone that sort of springs to mind from from, from the league that where you've you know that's other than your yeah. your hundred yourself, of course, but you can't <laughs> you can't pick yourself. The bat the batsman for me is my. Very, very old friend Rob Houston from Oruus. Um, like myself, he had a lot of years out of the game. Uh, he's come back in the last couple of years, found the love for the sport again, and he's just been brilliant. I think he scored over 700 runs and averaging 40. That 100 he scored against us in the last game, On it was a tricky track. I know everyone was, was saying it, you know, but it was a really tricky track and he scored a hundred and just made it look easy. You know, timing the ball. Yeah. You know, even first over he smashed a six, didn't he? Over mm. you know, just looked incredible. So for me, he he's the standout batsman. Um What about you a bowler, standout bowler, and you can't pick Neil because he's sat next to you. Well, I mean <laughs> I still take you aim, it's all right. Yeah. No, I mean I have got I have I have been thinking about this and Neil his consistency is incredible especially for a leg spinner um i can't say too much because he's got to get out the get out the room and his head is going to get too big <laughs> it, but, won't, uh, it won't no <laughs> but no i mean you're he not going to tell can... him that anything he didn't already know no <laughs> no but the way he can change a game whether it's taking wickets or just drying up runs is incredible the amount of games this year that we've we've looked a bit in a bit of trouble and neil's come on and just dried the runs up, took a couple of crucial wickets, and it turns the game in our favour. Just makes such a difference. Outside of Winsel, I mean, the young lad at Oriwas again, uh, Walker, I think he was only 14, 15. 14, yeah, I think so. He bowled a couple of really good spells against us, home and away. Um, so I think he's going to be a bit of a prospect. Um, and obviously, uh, Corcoran at 
Mikulova, who is just a different class, really. I think he's yeah. playing a little bit lower than he should be, but uh, mm. he's just a very good bowler. You know, he knows what he's doing, and consistency in this at this level, consistency is is key. Yeah, well, I mean, you look you look at Ralston. That something that, you don't get so much in village cricket. No, exactly, and that cricket. makes the difference. You look at Ralston; they've just been consistent all year. There's you know, there's nobody set in the world alight, but consistency's got them, you know, to finish second. So. I think that is a, a big key that we need to take from that is is look at being more consistent. Yeah. Stumps, ups and be a bumps. Have you got a a sort of standout moment? If you know a sort of moment that sticks in your mind either by because it's funny or because because it's just made memorable for for some reason or another. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My standout moment has got to be when Neil was the standing captain. Um Clarky was away, Duggo was away, and midweek, I hear my phone go off. Oh, what's that now? It's it's Neil asking me if I would please bat my willy off this week <laughs> 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 to get us a result. <laughs> well, you didn't do, did you? No, not that week. No. Waste of a message. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, Steve. Thanks for coming in. Thanks yeah. for having me. Cheers, Steve. Stumps, ups, and beer bumps. Fantastic, Steve. Thanks very much. Let's go straight back in then with our first team opening bowler and filled in extraordinaire, James Jimmy Johnson. One of our Repton scholars, James Johnson, better known as Jimmy. If you're not sure what Repton is, I think it's a bit like Hogwarts for cricket, I'd say. <laughs> uh, so, quick look at his stats. Batting-wise, 12 innings, 1-5-6 runs with a top score of 41 versus Walton. Putting on an over 100 partnership with uh, Jake. At one point averaging over 100, but come crashing down to a respectable 26. Bowling, 30 wickets for the year, with the best of 4 for 42, versus Burton, with average pretty close to his batting, 25.3. Fielding, this is where he really excels. 15 catches and one run out. And without doubt, the best catch I've ever seen on the field. Diving backwards catch, one-handed. Superb. That's him. So leading into the first question, how do you think the season has gone from a Winsel point of view? I think the season went incredibly well. At one point, we were we were first. Um, we had a... I think we lost the first game. Oh, no, no. I think we won the first game, and then we went on a run of 12 wins, I think, in a row. And then once it got to the half ta- halfway point of the season, I think we dropped off a bit. But just with availability-wise, we weren't able to put our best team out. But I think we certainly improved uh, throughout the season. I think when everything was clicking, it was quite impressive. Yeah. Um, the the scores that we could put on as a batting side and the um, the strength of our batting lineup and bowling-wise, I think we were all quite we were all quite on form at points through the through the year. Duggo was on form at the start. Uh, Neil and Kamal were bowling well consistently through the season and. I chipped in here and there for a few wickets every now and then, but I think as a as a whole, I think we we certainly um, had improved on last year, and well, it was it was quite impressive to go from I think we were mid table last year, m- bottom, bit mid bottom I yeah, think last year, last year and and went from well first, second, and third all the way points through the season and finished at a respectable third. I think that was yeah, quite top quite for impressive. a bit as well at one point. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then, obviously, your stats some stats don't lie. Your, <coughs> your your average is good. Fielding's fantastic. So, from a personal point of view, uh, how, are you happy with your season? How's your season gone from a personal point of view? I think I'm very happy with with my um, with my batting. I think my batting's improved quite a lot. I think that came on quite a bit from the indoor actually from last year. 
um, yeah. and being able to to shore up the end of the batting lineup, I think was really useful this year. Um, to stick around with Kamal or or Clarkie at the end. Um, bowling wise, I think it was it was an interesting season. Me and Duggo spoke a lot, spoke quite a lot about it. We've never experienced a, a year where opening batsmen and top order batsmen have been so aggressive. I think against the new ball, there was quite a few instances where batsmen have have come out quite hard and have scored quite quickly. And there was a lot less of um, leaving the ball or or blocking the ball this year. Um so I think that was quite a quite an interesting take on on this season. And I think just need to personally improve on the the average and the the economy rate as well of my bowling to get it down under to 4 and over I think would be beneficial to the team and just be taking wickets a bit more often. I think this year this season it was a case of if Duggo wasn't taking wickets then I took a few wickets or if I wasn't taking wickets then Duggo took a few wickets and I think it was spread quite evenly at times. There was a lot of good pressure being built up. Yeah. at one end for someone else that, to that sort of opening partnership. I think so I think we bowled quite well bowled quite well in tandem um, and Brett as well when he was bowling he filled in filled in quite nicely and, and did, a, did a good job Mickle over away he was unplayable wasn't he at that, yeah. in that game when you first, you first season though I generally think you could bat you was batting you was batting in front mm. of me I said to Clark why is batting in front of me because I don't think you can hold a bat but now obviously you can hold a bat <laughs> I think that is when I, when that I first I, season yeah you, you, you looks like a sort of rabbit in the headlights yeah. so obviously a confidence thing yeah certainly and the, and the first time then you got some runs for that match when you got a few runs and stuck around mm. it sort of completely changed the way you, you sort of approached it then yeah I think when I think when I sent the email to Doug uh, to Dunk when I first joined I think Gadders was bigging me up as a as an opening batsman um, after the under fifteen season that I had at Winsill. Um, but then, yeah, I think when I first joined, it was certainly a lot more bowling to my batting. And and like you said, it's a it's a massive confidence thing. Um, just having that confidence in yourself to to stick around, you know, doing whatever the job is required at the time. You know, the Walton game with with Jake, where we put on that hundred partnership, was game saving. I think in that game, and it was then, a match winning yeah, partnership. Last year as well, batting with Eddie against Melbourne. I think we put on 80 or 90 runs in that partnership as well and that was just a case of batting with Eddie and it's batting yeah. to that um, what's, it, what's it like batting with Eddie is, does he sort of bring people tell me it's, it's great batting with him I've yeah, never yeah. actually batted with him but I quite enjoy batting with Eddie uh, just leave him to it and run when he calls for a run really um, let him have his face as many balls as he needs to do it's quite impressive watching Eddie bat just the fluidity that he can bring to 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 his um, to his performance and the, I think Jake as well this season had some quite impressive batting batting moments and I think he improved as well upon um, his his batting last year. A few of our batsmen have have stood out at moments and throughout the season. Okay, so I mean obviously Neil says you you fielding you're excelling fielding fielding is exceptional and obviously fielding is a very high percentage of the game. Yeah, you, you clearly enjoy fielding. Yeah. Do you train fielding, or is it just sort of a, a, almost a natural I think natural talent? Shall we say? We don't train fielding too much at training on a Wednesday. Uh, so I certainly think we could probably do a bit more. Um, I think it's a, a bit of both. We've always been able to to catch, as Neil mentioned, the Hogwarts for cricket. There's yeah. a lot of fielding training at, at Repton. Um, yes, it does. Uh, and it's just about. It's not just about being able to throw and catch, though. It's about about reading the game and and reacting to trying to preempt what the what the batsman's trying to do or the situation at the time, um, trying to build up pressure. But I can't throw anymore, so I've already uh, lost already lost that ability. Already. Yeah. Well, See, this, this to say you're quite aggressive in the field. Is that, is that obviously that is that just passion or? Is I it think it's uh, yeah, certainly passion. It's when I'm batting and and I'm you know you feel that pressure of of having someone right there in front of you or you puts your mind off of shots that you're going to play or you don't want to 
get in two minds of what you're trying to do. And I think cricket, you can't go passive in, in cricket. You can't be passive. You can't just wait for things to happen. I think you've got to try and create things and try to try and make things make things happen. I think the Mickelover game where I took that catch in mid wicket, yeah. um, just being present and and on your toes in that moment, you know, it changes the game when a batsman maybe doesn't look like a it's a, a wicket taking ball from Duggo, but when he just being in that position and being on your toes and being ready to catch and change the game. You see, even though he's opening bowler, he's wasted down at fire leg. He's got to put him in the action. I think. Mm. Yeah. So I, when I bowl, is it calf corner for me? <laughs> As soon as he goes in the air, I just, I just say, you're out. He's gone. He's just out. I don't have a look anymore. He's out. It's good to, to Jimmy. You, you're gone. So then, have you got a memorable game? A game that stands out for you this season? Uh, yeah, or? I think Walton, Walton that was that was a stand-up moment for myself, just in terms of batting um, with Jake and then the bowling at the end of that game. I think a few suspect calls, wide calls in that final over. Um, got a bit closer than we needed. It did, to. yeah. Um, but just, I think, how we managed that game uh, could have been could have been even more exciting at the end of the game. But I think our game against Risley away at the start of the season, where um, Woody hit 90, 90, 92 or something, 94, 96 or something, um, that batting performance was probably my most memorable moment of the season. The clean hits that he was striking against bowlers like Harper and Cruz, it was um, quite impressive on, on the pitch that wasn't the easiest to, to bat on. And then the way that we bowled uh, against them as well, I think we had them all out for 80 or 89 or something. So that was that was probably a memorable moment. Okay, so would you say then Woody's innings was sort of the, in your opinion, the, the Winsor performance of the season? Or have you got a, a different, you know, a player that's, uh, that's sort of stood up and, and been counted, if you like? I think our bowlers go, go unnoticed quite often you know, Kamal and Neil both yourselves have got 40 wickets for both of you this this season just about yeah. just about I think that's and I think Kamal got close to 50 you know having that that wicket taking ability in those middle overs is is always important to those middle order batsmen if we've taken a few wickets at the start um, and I think Steve's 50 in the final game of the season was was quite impressive to face the bowling that he was facing in that game and the hostile nature of that pitch I think was quite impressive even though he had a strike rate of 50 to, to have a batsman to bat all the way through the innings is a is a luxury that we haven't always had. I think it's a beneficial one and quite an impressive statement of Steve's himself to, to make that. Because yeah. it allowed Kamal to hit those 60-odd runs at the end, which perhaps weren't enough, maybe not enough, but I think just having that solid base to work from, I think, is very important. So it's, it's from obviously what you've said, you, you feel it's been a good team performance. Everyone's sort of done mm. the bit this year. Everyone's Certainly. Sort of pulled together and been a good good team performance all round. Yeah, I think I, I think that's very true. I think bowling-wise, we've, we've, done, we've done very well. Individually, we've bowled quite well, and then we've bowled quite well in our pairs. And I think when Steve, as well, when he's been asked to bowl, he's also made a change, taken wickets at a decisive time. Um, and batting wise, I think our opening, uh, Steve's batted well at the top. Eddie's Eddie probably d- wouldn't feel himself that he's he's batted as well this year, but he's he's hit a few useful runs and useful moments in the season. And Kamal moving around quite a lot in the in the batting order, but at times he's scored runs when when we needed to. Um, it, cricket's an odd game; it's a yeah. team sport played by individuals within the league and all the teams you've played in the league. Is there any mm-hmm. sort of We'll, we'll say batsmen first. Any batters that that you feel have stood out? Uh, what about your old Hogwarts brotherhood? Oh, Callan, Callan Harvey is. I'll <laughs> uh, stop mentioning that now. Ron Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, an exceptional batsman, in my opinion. He plays for Walton. Yeah, well, he Walton okay. first eleven. Um, he bats it. Uh, three, I think, and he's scored a ton of runs this year. But he is a very impressive batsman to watch. Uh, you know, it it looks like it's very difficult to get him out. He plays very straight, never plays across the line, and just is a tidy, very still, very clean striker of the ball. 
I think the Ralston, the opening batsman, uh, when we played them at home, I can't. I, I don't think he was a regular second team player, but he he was quite impressive actually. Um, he scored. Oh yeah, it was. It's um, Joe Bassett. He was so injured. injured. Yeah, he was quite. An, he was quite impressive. And any bowlers um, that stood out to you? As a, as a bowler, as a bowler, I think the that final game against Ogawas, um the bishop gentleman, I can't remember what his first name is, yeah. uh, Michael, Michael, Michael Bishop, yeah. I think he looked like he was a very skillful fast bowler. He wasn't just trying to bowl fast or trying to bowl short. He looked like he was trying to bowl cleverly. I think um, he looked quite quite threatening. Though Eddie and Steve played him quite well, I thought in that game. Uh, the Ralston spinner, their captain Luke, he he was bowling. He bowled quite well. When we played them at, at theirs. Obviously, you've talked about some standout moments that, that have been good. Um, obviously, Woody's innings, uh, Watto and Vez. Is there any moments that have sort of stood out, maybe because they're funny? Something you don't see very often? Clarkie and Brett running into each other was quite funny. <laughs> was that this year? It was, yeah. It was all, all on video, yeah, yeah, yeah. as well, yeah. Um, Did he spin his hat off? I think sometimes I, I giggle to myself when Neil's bowling and they try and take him on and very rarely do they hit it you know it's it's very enticing that windsill pitch you know it doesn't seem like it's it's very far away but when i'm down in that corner it's, it's a long way down there you've got to hit it quite cleanly it and i do looks, once i've cat once i've caught the ball and you know and it's it's, it's out i do have a giggle to myself think, oh, why, why have they tried that again baldwin pill caught johnson I think how many times it. is that in the book did you know? a few times he used to be eddie but his hands <laughs> got a bit funny eddie's hands <laughs> got a bit down holes in his hands yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously it's the end of the season are you looking in the winter to particularly improve on anything personally do you, do you feel anything you want to work on uh, I always enjoy um, the the indoor uh, hopefully I can play some of that again this year yeah. But did, so you, did you do some win indoor last season yeah uh, did all the whole of the indoor season last did, year do you think that helped batting this absolutely, year absolutely yeah absolutely um, just to play play straight and to get in line with the ball personally it would be more be a more be a case of just bowling like making sure to bowl a good length and, and ignoring where the batsman was, was hitting the ball in the in those nets. Getting overs in your legs. Exactly, exactly. And staying fit basically. Exactly that, Rick, yeah. Well, James, anything to add, Neil? Anything? No, no, bye. Superb. Thank you very much. No, thank you very much, Rick. Stumps, bumps and beer bumps. Thank you for that, Jimmy. Superb review. And last but not least, our second team number three bat and stand-in wicketkeeper and husband to our very own Hell from Hell's Kitchen, Lee Gunton. Stumps, bumps and beer bumps. Got Lee Gunton with his second stint at the club. Uh, Lee scored 680 runs this year in 24 innings, 550s and 1 ton, with a top score of 116 not out versus Rosehill. 19 fours and amazingly, no sixes, Lee. What's going on there? That's the first time I've ever scored with that six. That puts him 22nd in the league, averages, with an average of 34. Bowling-wise, not known for his bowling, but I suppose he's got one wicket to mention today. Uh, it was Mr Winter in the President's Day. And fielding, eight catches. Not sure how many of them are behind the stumps, as he's in quite a bit for wicket-keeping. But... Yeah, so we obviously welcome Lee. Good evening, thanks for having me. Uh, second team, regular number three. Number four back. Yeah. So how do you feel, as from a Winsel point of view, and, and the second team, how do you feel that Winsel have got on this season? Um, I think we did all right, to be honest. Obviously, we got we won the league last year, so we're coming up into a new league. A lot of new teams that we haven't played before, so we're coming up against a lot of players that we haven't played against before. So a lot of it was a bit of a learning curve for us, I think, You know, this year. Um, I don't think we've embarrassed ourselves at all. I think we've only really, we were only outplayed once in the whole season. That was against Rose Hill at their place, where we got, we were about 40 for six 
very quickly. And their opening bowler just went straight through us. Um, other than that, we lost probably four or five games that we probably should have won. Yeah. Um, I think if we'd had another bowler or another option of a regular bowler uh, in those games, I think we probably would have won those games. And I think finishing sort of mid, mid, just above mid-table, I think we finished. I can't see that as being a problem at all. I think next year will be a much better year for us. I think we'll have more consistency in players. We'll know the players to look out for and how they play as well. So I think we can make plans for them. Um, and I'm looking forward to what we can do next year. Yeah, so obviously promotion 2021 up to Division 6 that you are now. You've not found it too demanding? It's No, I think... I mean, from from a batting point of view, I've actually found it at times easier to bat than I did the, the year before. Um, whether that's because the bowling's a bit more accurate and a bit more regular, maybe, so you know where it's going to be. Um, but I just think that the difference is, whereas last year they might have one or two good batsmen, one or two decent bowlers, every team's got two or three good batsmen, two or three good bowlers. You know, so it's the consistency in the in the sort of the quality of the players is probably a bit higher um overall no i don't think it i haven't really noticed a massive difference i think if we had that team that we had last year playing every week yeah. i think we would have pushed for promotion again this year your season i'm sure you won't mind me saying started off with the bat not great you just didn't start as you obviously as you wanted to as the season has progressed and obviously neil's said, said about your stats and your runs and, and getting a century yeah. How, how personally how have you felt? You um, I, th- I think the the start of the year, I kind of scratched around and started the year with a couple of thirties, and um, but I didn't feel particularly great batting. You know, you know when you're feeling good when you're out there. Um, but I managed to scratch and get ugly runs, uh, as I call it. Um, and then I went on an absolutely horrendous form where I couldn't buy a run. Um, and I think I went through about three or four games where everything was below five, so it was a bit bit shocking. Um, and then I got to halfway. You know, and we we played a game on the Sunday as a friendly game, and it just all clicked again. And I was hitting the ball hard, and from there on, for the rest of the year, I think I averaged a short sixty. Um, so it just all kind of clicked into place. I think for me, the difference is when I go out to bat, whether it's arrogance or not, I don't know, but I always think I'm going to score fifty, regardless. And I like to try and put be aggressive with bowlers as well. I like to try and put them under pressure. You know, I hate watching. You know, batsmen that will sit there and defend and defend and defend, thinking, well, at some point you're going to get a good ball. At some point they're going to bowl a ball that's going to be too good for you. You're going to get out. Why are you going to die without trying? Um, So I always try and get the upper hand and put my foot down, really. And, you know, I score quite quick anyway. Um, But I've always tried to do that. And this year there's been no difference. So every time I've gone out in my head, I'm going to score 50. But for whatever reason, it just didn't happen. But as I said, halfway through the year, it all just clicked into place and I started hitting the ball hard again. And yeah, it went quite well. Sort of halfway through the season, Obviously, our very own John Kettle was seemed to be not so available, or yeah. was he injured as well a little bit? Yeah, he'd done his, he'd done his backing, didn't he? And then you took over the keeping. Yes. How do you find when you're keeping, and and did you, do you think that's helped your batting? I, I always, yeah, I think certainly if you keep first, it's the best net session you can have. Because, you know, when, when everybody sits there and says when you're batting, you know, you're seeing the ball like it's the size of a beach ball and what have you. Well, I've just faced 45 overs. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, if you can't see the ball after facing 45 overs, there's a problem. Um, so it, it definitely helps. And thankfully this year, my knees haven't been too bad. So normally the reason why I gave up keeping in the first place was I'd struggle to get down the leg side to stop right. the ball. And my knees would just give in. You know, if I try and turn and what have you, but they were all right this year, so I didn't do too badly, to be honest. Um, but no, I've enjoyed it. Whether whether it continues next year, 
That's down to the captain. very well behind the stumps, and you know. He's... Well, that's that's very nice of you. A wise man once said to me once that I'm not a wicket keeper. I'm a stopper. <laughs> so uh, you stopped, Matt. You stopped most things. So if, you... if 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 I stop more than I let through, I'm happy with that. To be honest. So. Uh, and, and again, if it's helping your batting as well, and it's it's helped you sort of get your form back. You like you touched on the Sunday game, gave you that push, that confidence, hitting, yeah. hitting the ball, which leads me nicely on to the sort of next question. Have you got a? I'm going to guess it's probably getting a tour. It might not be. Have you? Have you got a, a memorable game? Have you got a game that sticks in your mind? I think, I, I think there's probably two games for me that probably sticks in my mind more than anything, and it's both of them against Rosehill. Obviously, we went to their place and we just got absolutely slaughtered, really, in, in the first sort of 10 overs. Their opening bowler, uh, a chap called Mohamed Mahmoud, something like that, I think his name is. I think he won the averages for Div 5 the year before. He was quick, he was moving it both ways, and he was just head and shoulders above us, you know. And, and I think the top three or four of us got out bowled playing defensive shots, you know. So, you know, we weren't doing anything stupid. We were just getting out to good balls and playing down the wrong line. It was just too quick, too much movement for us. Um, I think Jonesy and, and Dunk and what have you at the end managed to give us a relatively respectable score, getting us to about a, just over 100, considering where we were. But it was never going to be enough against them. And then when we played them at our place, he wasn't there. He wasn't available, which is always quite a nice feeling when you're going out to bat when you know the guy that's just <laughs> decimated you in the first game's not there. Um, and... I had a partnership with Darren Pritchard um, of over 200 runs. And, you know, he's a good mate, as everybody knows. But, you know, I absolutely love batting with Daz because we both know exactly what we're doing when yeah. we're batting. We, we don't need to talk to each other. Chemistry yeah. there as well, isn't it? And, you know, some of the running that we do, you know, is downright wrong, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I mean, one, one of them, I, I hit the ball straight at a fielder, uh, called him through for a run. Darren does his, his well-known roll and dive to get in. <laughs> Two balls later, I drop the ball by my feet. I've gone to almost pick it up to throw it back to the bowler and Darren's called me through for a single. Um, but that's what, you know, we, we, we've done it. We know it works, you yeah. know, and it puts pressure on the, the fielding side because they know it doesn't really matter where you hit the ball, you're still going to get singles. Yeah. And in that particular game, we were cruising at sort of six, seven runs and over without a problem. Uh, and, you know, we weren't having to hit the big shot. But no, so that for me, that that's probably my most memorable thing. I think Darren's bowling performance um, over at, at Alistair, where he got six for, I think that was really good. Um, best I've seen him bowl for a long period of time. I always have a running joke with him that he should aim for the three wooden things sticking out of the ground. And in that day, I'd say out of his ten overs, he probably bowled five balls that wouldn't have hit the stumps. Um, you know, at times, Duncan's bowled very well at opening up for us. Kept it very tight and consistent. Uh, and again, put pressure on their batsmen. So is that, would you say that's your sort of standout performance from, 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 from the club? Pritch's bowling or... or... Um, Have you got anything that particularly sticks I, in your mind? I, I, I think the start Angelo had, you know, with the bat, to be perfectly honest with you, at the start of the year, everybody was absolutely in shock when he got out, you yeah, know, in the first half of the, the season. He deserved, he, he deserved to move oh, up to the he, ones he, and he deserved that sort of chance as yeah, well. Listen, he, he batted really well in stages last year, but he started like an absolute freight train this season. Uh, and, and he does look good. And I think, you know, he, he's made a point for... You know, opening in the first, I think he managed to get a score towards the end of the year as well. Didn't look out of place in that. Um, and he just looks good, you know. So when he got out for us, it was like, oh, blimey, OK, he's got out. He always worries about his run rate and how quickly he's scoring. But, you know, an opener's job isn't there to necessarily score quickly, as we've yeah. discussed. So um, that, that for me was really impressive. Um, I think, that, as I said, Darren's bowling was, was good as well. Um, but also, I think 
it shows us the sort of club we are because I can remember, I think it was one of the hottest days of the year and I can't remember who we were playing and I think we were, we were having a good game or whatever and we were batting second and we get the news that Watto's on a big score for the first and I think people were watching the, the, the scores coming through on the on the, uh, the cricket dot website or whatever seeing what the score he was on and when he got a ton, everybody just sat there with like a smile on their face. You know, the fact that Watto, you know, has managed to get himself a century yeah. and I think that's a real credit to the whole club, the fact that the seconds were sat there really pleased about something that the first had got. Um, so that stood out for me, that sort yeah. of camaraderie, if you like, that's within the club, which I thought was really good. Stumps, ups, and beer pumps. Winsor this year, we've had the, the camera fitted. Um, how's that work for you? Um, I, I, I like it. I don't like the fact it makes me look like I've gained another £10. Um, <laughs> they always say TV does that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wish it was the case. Um, but I've also liked the fact that we can, we can watch it back. Yeah. So, you know, we when the seconds get back, for instance, I know I've watched some of the first batting displays and some of the first bowling, you know, if Neil's got four wickets or whatever, I've had a look and I've seen those wickets. Or mm. if there was a bit of controversy and, you know, we fared back from the first or the seconds and you're like, oh, that was definitely out. You go and watch it and have a look at it and make your own opinions on whether it was or it wasn't. Um so that's good. And also it, it highlights to me when I'm batting as well, you know, certain things I think I do every single ball that puts me in the right position, my head position yeah. in the right place. And I watch it on the camera. And when I'm flowing and I'm scoring runs, I notice that I don't do it any at all. Okay. And yet when I'm out in the middle, every single ball, I'm consciously thinking this is what I'm doing. Um, so that's quite interesting as well from a, a personal point of view. Do you use that sort of an evening or spare time in it to watch it back, to watch yourself? I do, yeah, unfortunately. Watching, Much to Helen's disdain, yeah. Um, <laughs> she's like, I've already seen this. Why are we watching it again? But yeah. Does it help you, though? Um, I think so, because it, again, from a personal point of view, I then sit there and go, okay, well, I want to work on that then on a Wednesday night when I go down to training. So I'm, I quite like having the bowling machine on and I set the bowling machine up to a certain position that I want it because I sit there and notice something I'm not doing or I am doing and... You know, I changed my guard halfway through the year, talking to Livo in Nets, then went back to it. Um, but because I was on a bad run of form, I was getting out a lot. So it was going to move my guard a little bit because I'm not moving over enough because we noticed that on the camera. So we tried it. And then when I started hitting again, we went back to the way I've always done it. So, yeah, I, th I think it's useful for that. But I, I think it's a good talking point as well. You know, the amount of times that people have put like clips of a wicket or an, a decision that has gone against them. And everybody's discussing it, going, oh, that was definitely out, or that wasn't out, and can't believe that wasn't given. And you know, and that's for the first and the seconds, I think. Pretty much everybody's done had a comment this year on, on one of those little clips. Have you any, in the league, any, any batters that have stood out for you? I think if you take Sandy Acre out of the question, because I think both batting and bowling, both of their outfits were really decent, and they deservedly were where they are in the league, and they won the league by you know, some distance, really. Other than that, I think... You've got Lee something from Etwell. Lee Park, is it? Yeah. Who I think they scored a century against our place and then scored a 90 at their place. Um, it just accumulates runs, you know, and you can tell he's, he's been a good player. Um, the guys from Ashbourne go very hard, very quickly, but again, they look correct. You know, you've always got a chance to get them, but they just looked good. Do you know what I mean? When they hit a ball, you, you know it's been hit. So those, those I would say, probably the, the main ones for me. Um, Guys from um, Muggington, the Whitt Whittingham brothers, Corey and Jack. Again, Corey, decent keeper, decent bat. And his, his brother actually really, I think Zach, really impressed me actually with his spin bowling. You know, he was difficult to get away, so that, that he impressed me, I must admit, this year. Any, any bowlers then? Same, same about the bowlers? You know, obviously you've got the bowler from Rosehill. I mean, he was head and shoulders above our level. Well, as I said, Zach from um, Muggington. Um, 
but other than that, you know, no, not really. I wanted to ask you actually. Uh, obviously, last season was the first season of of, of Brett coming into Winsor. Uh-huh. How much do you, do you as, as the, from the seconds he started, obviously seconds gone up to the first team. How much do you miss Brett? Oh, hugely. As I said to you, I think if we had that team that we had last year, you know, where we had Darren Pritchard all year, we had Brett. You put those two guys in every single game, and we get promoted. You know, there, there, there's no ifs or buts in my opinion. The, the, as I said, probably a good four or five games. We've scored two hundred plus runs, and the other team have knocked them off. Mm. Um, because we, you know, we, we've had two or three of the regular bowlers, but then when we've had to go to a bowler four or bowler five, they're guys that haven't bowled regularly, so they're not quite as economical, and we've yeah. we've thrown you know games away. You know, our fielding hasn't been great this year. You know, and I hold my hands up. I mean, I probably dropped us two games this year. Absolute sitters, where the guys have gone on and got like big scores. So that's probably why they gave them the gloves in the end to try and make that better. But. Um, you put Brett in there. I mean, Brett, you know, was phenomenal with the bat and with the ball last year. Um, so you take that out, you know, it makes a big difference. That being said, you know, I think the additions that we've got this year, I think Dale looked really good in the President's game. So I would presume he'll probably start in the seconds with a view to move up into the first at some point. So that'll be a good addition for us at the start of the year. Darren Yeomans, I think it's going to be a massive impact for us next year. He's always been one of the best slip catchers I've ever seen. So, you know, I don't think that will change moving forward as well. Um, so Darren will be available more next year as well as Billy can only have a better year next yeah, year than what he had this say, year. Neither neither Billy or Dunk really fired this year at all. I think I think I think Dunk's been really unlucky, to be perfectly honest with you. I think Dunk's Dunk. Dunk will always bowl the same as he probably has done for the last ten, fifteen years. Um and he bowls tight, he bowls you know, economically, he's been unlucky. I I think his figures have been ruined a lot this year when he's had to come back on towards the end of an innings when the ball's not moving around a little bit and the batsmen are looking to get after him because um, he bowls that swinging length of pitching up a little bit more he's possibly a little bit easier to go after than other people sometimes um, so I think he's been unlucky but he's, he's bowled some really good spells um, Billy again Billy had an ex- exceptional year last year I think he was the top wicket taker in the division um, and he's chipped in with some really good wickets this year I think with Billy if, if he gets a wicket in the first few overs I think we're all right I think he gets that confidence up, although he never celebrates a wicket, and I, no. I still have him for it. Um, and if he gets that confidence back, and if we get Billy anywhere near where he was you know, the year before, he'll make a massive difference to us. Stumps, bumps, and beer bumps. So obviously the season's finished, end of, end of the season, coming into to the winter. Anything winter training-wise you, you want to work on for yourself or any, anything you specifically want to want to look at? Do you think you'll keep the gloves next year? As well? I, 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 I honestly don't know. That's, that's a decision down to, to Wince. If, if, if Wince wants me to do it next year, I'm quite happy to do it. I've quite enjoyed it. I think for me, you know, the winter's about getting fitter. Um, I think So I'd like to lose a little bit of weight, but also do something to strengthen my knees. Again, if anybody that knows me, I, I walk around until probably a Wednesday or Thursday looking like I've been riding a horse. I'm not a massive fan of winter nets. I never have been. I don't like the lighting indoors. So I think all it does is it really just gets those muscles moving that you haven't really used in the in the winter uh, to do it. But for me, it's, it's about when we get back outside and into outdoor nets. That's when it. I actually start trying to do some proper netting and working on my batting and, and stuff like that, to be honest. Have you a moment? Let's say, let's say a moment of the season that, that stood out for you, either either because it's funny or because it's just so memorable. There hasn't been really. I mean, as I said, apart from the one about Watto, which I thought that that was a real big moment for me. Um, I, th- I think there was there was a we were playing over at Mickleover, and 
winter was at Cow Corner, I think it was. And a batsman had hit an absolute skyer down to Cow Corner. And winter ran round like he does. He looks like he's in quitsand, but for a big man, he can actually move. Um, and he, he did almost like one of these T20 franchise cricket saves on the boundary. You know, where you take the catch and flick it back in and sort of dive back in. Yeah. If he had took it, it would have been an absolute worldie. And how he's even stopped it, we were all just standing there looking at him thinking, how have you managed to A, get there, B, get your hand on it and stopped it? It, it was pretty impressive. Um, I think the same game as well when Jake had actually done his back in because um, it was on the Sunday. And Jake had actually come to watch. You know, we, we sat there and we, you know, we'd had umpires because it was a Sunday. So Kettle's done his back in and we were a player short. Um, and Winter said to the umpire, said, look, we've got one of the other, the club members walking around. Do you mind if he comes on and as a 12th man? And I said, yeah, fine, no problems at all. Oh, he's actually, a keep, he can keep as well. Do you mind if he keeps wicket? And we're like, yeah, okay, yeah, the umpires were fine. He can keep wicket as well. And I think he ended up getting like three stumpings or something in about like the next four overs or something ridiculous. So that for me, I thought was quite funny. The fact that the umpires and Michelob were like, yeah, 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 that's fine. You know, thinking that he's just some junior or something that's just turned up, not not necessarily somebody that keeps, you know, regularly. But yeah, so that for me was quite funny. Um, so that's probably the, the, the stand-up. There hasn't been anything really funny. Um, Peter Strudwick turning up at Alistair without his whites. That was quite <laughs> right. amusing. So he had to call his dad, so he got he got he got some stick for that. But no, apart from that, that's probably about it, to be honest. Thank you very much, Lee. No, thank thanks you for having me. In. Celebration coming up. Eat a hellishly good cake with that wow factor. Then speak to Helen at Hell's Kitchen Cupcake Shop. Hell's Kitchen supply cupcakes and other bakes for any occasion. Message Helen at Hell's Kitchen. Check in on Facebook, Hell's Kitchen. One L in Hell. And it'll be one L of a cake for you. Hell's Kitchen Cupcake Shop. 07713 342914. Any food allergies and requirements must be discussed before ordering your cakes. Stumps, bumps, and beer pumps. Yeah, well, thanks for that, chaps. Thank you to Steve, thank you to Jimmy, and also Lee. That was our first season review. We've got another one coming up end of the month, beginning of December. And brilliant with the stats, Neil, so thanks for that. Also, just to mention for all our Winsor listeners, uh, the 7th of December. Starting at 7 at Abbott Bain High School. Don't forget the annual general meeting. Um, obviously, you can vote on any new committee members if you want to get on the committee. Get your name forward. You can keep your captains. Vote for captains. People can stand, stand down, stand up. It's fine. So get yourself down there. 7th of December, 7pm at Abbott Bain High School for the annual general meeting. Get down there and uh, have your say. So that's it for this episode. So until next time, over to Charlie. Stumps, stumps, happy, pumps. So that's all we've got time for for this edition of Stumps, Umps and Beer Pumps. Thank you to our special guest today. If you know someone at your club that wishes to come and have a chat with us and talk about your club, then please email us on stumpsumpsandbeerpumps at gmail.com. Also, please like and subscribe, and also you can follow us on Twitter. If you've got any questions, any stories or any funny anecdotes, then please again email us on stumpsumpsandbeerpumps at gmail.com. We hope you've enjoyed our tour around club cricket life. So please join us again for more of the same. Thank you very much for listening. This is Stump Sumps and Beer Pumps. So until next time, there's your one for the over. Stumps, Sumps and Beer Pumps. Sports Social Podcast Network. Stump Sumps and Beer Pumps. <laughs>